Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Believe. I am Onyx Stone. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope all is well. This is the third episode this week and woo, am I tired, but I am a person of my word. I wanted to honor my word and give you the third episode. We're going to pick right back up on the part one of love. I left off with the question, why would anyone love me? Well, when we think about what is it about us that makes us lovable or unlovable, why? Why do you think you don't deserve love? Now, how the threesome, don't think like that, but there is a threesome, the love of God, love of self, and love of others, right? For many of us, it's really hard to get our minds around the love of God and not only how compelling the love of God is and consuming, but how amazing the love of God just transcends in every area of our lives. And it loves us to wholeness. It loves us to completeness. But it's also a love because we don't see God. We meet all these other clowns on the journey of life who um, say they love us, mistreat us, abuse us, discard us, traumatize us, abandon us. The list goes on and on that us has experienced. And so from some people, not everyone, but for some people, this is a roadblock to God. And every roadblock that has come your way, it stops you. It stops anybody Right, It's not just a singular you, anybody from believing they are worthy. Because when people get damaged and then you keep being re-damaged and the damage keeps occurring, that breaks something inside of a person. And that break and that damage... It's hard to believe that I'm worth it. And and that's really what it's about, friend. It's about worth. You are worthy. You are worthy to be healed. Um, You are worthy for rest. You are worthy to be restored. You are worthy to be valued. You are worthy. And I'm not talking about a dollar sign over your head. Mm -mm. See, it's not enough money to purchase you. That's why you have to know your value. And in knowing your value, you will change your lens for how you begin to see things, not see things, accept the things you accept, not accept them. And watch this, be able to walk away and walk away from the things not only that no longer serve you and I, but the things that don't love us because you are worthy of love. And when we really frame how much God loved, the consuming love of God, But see, we before we met God, we met fools. And the fools have become the roadblock to which stop us from believing that now 
We don't believe or we're struggling to believe that God loves us the way that God loves us. And then we're going to have some challenges with loving ourselves. Um, and this love of self is really you teach people how to treat you. Um, you and I teach people how to love us, how to talk to us, how to treat us. We, we, we set the tone. You, 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 you set the tone for how people engage with you. And the more you determine your worth, your value, your esteem, there are going to be some things that you simply will not tolerate. Not only will you not tolerate them, you don't even have energy to um, bring anybody up to speed about what needs to change, why it needs to change, and better yet, that it has changed. And you're on your way to bigger and better because you know you deserve that. Right. And so this question about why would anybody love you? You tell me what it is you love about yourself. What is it you love about yourself? Write five. I'm, we're going to start with small lists because sometimes when you tell people, give me 10, we um, are, are scraping to look for three. Five, I feel, is a good number. Hopefully, if you get to 10, maybe if you get to 15 or 20, great. But just start out with five things about yourself that you love things about yourself that we may not even know take one of those things right come up with your own love circle take one of those things and then find some words too that are descriptive and colorful and paint a broader picture about this one thing about yourself and there you'll have 10 Right? If you do it with five, you'll have 25 things about yourself that you will love, that you will cherish, that you will honor, that you will value, and you will not allow anyone else, because I just want to say this in case you didn't know, but I know you know, that God already knew all those things about you times 10. So while you and I are struggling to even place, articulate, frame, you know, our self-love, God is constantly trying to speak a love language, a love song over us and bring us back to this rightful relationship with God that says, I love you and loving you is a love song. So find those things, those five things about yourself, celebrate them. Every day you wake up, and some people, everybody starts in different places. Um, but the, the, the key is to always get started. If we can get started, the work becomes easier. The hardest part really is getting started. Every day, celebrate something about you. Whatever it is. I don't, I don't care how ridiculous it might sound, how ridiculous you might feel, but celebrate something about yourself. You deserve it. You deserve a whole cheering section. Um, we know what's going on in the world. 2020, a lot of things have been canceled. I saw a meme and it said, this feels like when uh, Scar took over Pride Rock. Now, I didn't like the new Lion King that came out a few months ago, I hated it actually. 
But the 94 Lion King, oh my God, that was my movie. I was in college at the time. Everything in my room, everything I owned, everything I wanted had one thing, the Lion King. Now, when you see the movie, the opening scene, right, this beautiful, the pride lands of Africa, Mufasa is king and and Simba is being crowned, his coronation and, and everything is going right in the world. And out of envy, out of jealousy, out of evilness and spite, Scar kills his brother. He murders him. It's a cartoon, but this happens in real life too. But he murders his brother and, you know, a few scenes later, here we go. The Pride Lands look desolate. No more lush, plush, green, anything because the life has been sucked out of it under Scar's leadership. And that scene alone, the hyenas running around, taking over. I said, well, when when I saw that, that it feels like when Scar took over Pride Rock, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, I think that's an accurate description of what um, at least a few the the last few weeks in 2020 have felt like. So many plans, so many things have been canceled, and we've had to readjust um, a life. And so I can even think back to my high school graduation. Um, I remember when I graduated from college, it took me a minute to get my degree, but you know, it was the stadium, HPE Arena was filled at TSU, and my friends and my family were there cheering for me and celebrating me. Not only my friends and family, but you know my um, classmates their friends and family cheering for them and celebrating um that's what we all want sometimes you have to multiply yourself and uh mutinate is a mutation yes but um you take yourself in ways that your one cheer your one clap your one uh a celebration for yourself it sounds off as if you are in a stadium full of people because sometimes nobody is coming right we're waiting for people to celebrate us and cheer us and and do all these great amazing things for us and if you have that support system that's wonderful but but mo a lot of people don't and so they're looking for this support that's not coming but they get it they get it. They they get a double edged sword twice because they're looking for support that's not coming, but they can't even support themselves. Loving yourself, you're worthy of that entire auditorium of people yelling and cheering your name. And it begins with what you hear in your in your head, what you're feeding yourself, um, how you are loving on yourself, and this will then translate into other folks. How you and I feel about other folks. Now, we live in the world with people. We don't live distracted, detached, even though we are distant in social settings because we don't want to spread the virus to other people. But we live in the world with people and we need people. Unfortunately, sometimes the people that we're around, they aren't so loving. They aren't so 
um, kind. They aren't so, they aren't so embracing. And especially for little children, um, that wounds and harms the inner child. And so we grow up, right? And how we respond to people, how we respond to situations, how we respond to things is indicative of what has been deposited into us. What has been deposited. Everyone doesn't grow up in a loving environment. I'm not even sugarcoating it. Right? Some folks... They have the Cracker Jack box of family. Now, I liked Cracker Jacks as a child. I really only liked that little whack toy that was in there. But for the toy alone, I was going to get me a box of Cracker Jacks. And what I mean by us having a Cracker Jack box of people in our family is that how I wish we could just put them back in the box, seal it, and throw the whole box away. But we can't do that. Our family is our family. But that does not mean sacrificing yourself any longer, um, especially not sacrificing yourself to things that have not served you so well. And I know this is about to blow somebody's mind, but no family is perfect. Every family even the best of them, whoever they are, has inflicted some sort of trauma on a child. I'm listening to parents these days in the age of the pandemic. And oh my God, I can't tell you how many people I have said, um, I, probably when this is over, can you please make sure your child is in therapy? And... I'm listening to parents. I've heard parents say crazy things like they were going to quit their job. Okay, why were you going to quit your job? Because I was going to have to go to work and I didn't want my kids to be exposed to the virus. But you were at the grocery store. You have probably more exposure at the grocery store than you do at your job, right? But it's different. So when you quit your job, how are you going to get the groceries that you need for food? Think about that. No logic. So you're just going to up and quit your job because it's a pandemic. Right now, millions, millions upon millions of people have lost their jobs. Millions upon millions of people have been unable to file for unemployment and you have said job that allows you to take care of your children and because they asked you to come in on an abbreviated schedule, you thought quitting your job was the best move. Okay. So have you talked to your children about what's going on? Have you talked to your children and asked them how they feel about missing their friends, missing their teacher? Do they like being in the house with you every day, all day? No. Okay. So you think then keeping them stuck in the house with no fresh air is safe and that not allowing them to express themselves is normal and 
you yourself have said, my children are acting different. Gee, when this is over, I need your children to be in a counseling session group and you all should probably go to family therapy because your own fears and anxiety have been projected onto the children. And <clears throat> excuse me, not for anything. I believe that parents, good parents, because there are bad parents out there, but good parents want to keep their children safe. I got that, right? That good parents want to have healthy children. I believe that. But sometimes good parents, as good as you are, you cannot protect your children from the dangers of the world. The best we can do is make them aware of who and what is out there and that we're in their corner. And so when these things happen, there are lines of communication open. And one of the things that I believe will help children um, in, in their communication is that a lot of what they get out in the streets, they're looking for in the house. You know, it begins with parents telling their children that they're smart. So when someone comes to them and says, <clears throat> excuse me, need some water. Um, when they come to them and they say that they're not smart or they're stupid or they'll never be, uh-uh, uh-uh. They have something to combat that with. When they hear that someone says they are ugly or they, no, no, no. No, that's not what my parents told me. My mother told me. My father told me. We have to we have to lavish them with this love language. We have to be so abundant in their ear that anything they hear that's counter to what is being said, they're like, oh no, 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 right? And it helps them then stand tall, Stand straight. Give eye contact with other people because they have been built up because they understand their worth. They understand their place. They understand their value. They know who they are, right? Our love of God or the love God has for us and the love that we have for ourselves, it helps us to love other people. It helps us to build people up and not tear them down, it helps us to, um, from our overflow, give out, dispense what other people may or may not be in need of. We don't know what people are dealing with. I would venture to say that a lot of people are on edge. Anxiety is heightened. And as a result, um, people will snap about anything these days. Yeah, it's so sad when really they probably just have not learned how to articulate how they're feeling um, that the pandemic has produced a lot of fear because the unknown is scary. And what the pandemic has done is really forced people to change that never planned on changing. Unfortunately, some people are just not smart. <laughs> they are completely unsmart and they are willing to stay stuck in their ways. Those are not the people you want to work with and try to help them, save them, teach them. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That's, not your, that's not your work. That's not your energy. 
That's not your mission or your purpose. And so sometimes it's okay to absolutely leave people where you find them, but that's not going to be said of you. You are worthy. Absolutely. You deserve all of the great and amazing things that God has planned for your life. And I hope you get them. I hope that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in, 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 in really getting to what the love of God means for you, you find a love for yourself that is almost as equal to, if not as, um, if not unmatched to the powerful love that God has for you. And as you discover that, then you're able to love people, even the unlovable. And sometimes you got to love people from a distance and that's okay too. I'm Onyx Stone. Until next time, keep healing, keep thriving, and whatever you do, keep believing.